This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered a substitute for legal advice. And if you have a question or wish to act upon the information in this podcast, we recommend you consult an attorney in your particular state. Welcome to Punk Law 101, everybody. I am Walter. Uh, we will be joined shortly by Mr. John Rinaldi. And on today's episode, we talk about Trump and his uh, suggestion to potentially delay the election. Uh, also, his feud with the TikTokers and the TikTok, how he might want to ban the TikTok, force a sale. He just he, he does not like the kids doing their dances and their cosplays on a uh, on a video app. And the Chinese own it. That's I think that's part of what he does not like the Chinese either. Um, and then we will wrap this up with a, a discussion about my foray into stand-up comedy and uh, how I try to teach people the law using dick jokes. So let's bring on John. So first he suggests uh, possibly delaying the election. And it was funny because I had somebody who was like, he just, he was asking a question, sir. He wasn't like actually saying he wants to delay the election. And I'm like, okay. It, but that doesn't matter. The, the fact that you are president means that when you say something, it will be taken seriously. Yeah, like, okay, you're opining. You're not a talk show host on NBC. You are the president who has... Not, not to mention, I like to say, imagine if Obama had ever even come close to, like, asking that question. Oh, forget it. We would be and hearing it's like, about it every night on yeah, Fox News. Yeah, and it's like, you can fucking you can fucking say, oh, just asking a question all you want. You're making excuses. Like, what, like if that's how you want to view it, that's fine. But you're fucking making excuses. Yeah. The good news is he does not have the power to change the date of the election. No, no, he does not. That is that is Congress's thing, and it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, Article 2, Section 1. Um, they get to t uh, pick the time and choosing of the electors. And then not only that, uh, the federal government doesn't really even have a j like, doesn't even run the elections in the individual states. Like, they're well, that's, that's what's so complicated about it. Like, what would happen? I'm wondering, so what would happen if, like, Congress did move the election, but the state said no. Um, well, they... because like, wouldn't you still have to honor the state results? I think what would end like... up happening is that's an interesting one. I think first off, I think everybody just kind of does it at the same time because it's easier and they don't have to well, pay for two elections. Well, yeah, but like. If Congress said we're going to move the election to, like, January 1st, but, like, the states just went ahead and did their November election anyway and had results, like, wouldn't they still be bound to follow those results? Um, like, actually, like, like, they, like, yeah. Like what, what would happen? Well, because they also have a, a set date for when – so I think it depends on what we're talking about here. For the presidential election – there is also a separate date by when they have to get the electors in. So that's in December. Yeah, but that so, means that but that means that the states would have already done that and said we have results. We've had results. So like I don't know that moving even if Congress did move the election, would that even matter? Would it I you know, I, I I don't think I think if Congress decided to move the election, I, the states would kind of coalesce as well. I don't think that's true. No, I, I, think, I mean, I think some states would. Yeah, I don't think they all would. I, I think it's we also would have, expensive. Look, I, I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that people use constitutional crisis like a little too flippantly. I yeah. think that would be a real constitutional crisis. Um, I don't know because if if they did go, so if Congress said we're going to change the date of the election. Uh, states are allowed to have more than one day to to vote. So well, that's what I mean. So, so it's it, like it's it, like either you're bound by those previous results, or you're not. But like, well, I don't know why you wouldn't be. Well, you would be. I think that's the thing is they would still be bound by those results. Like, like I, I do think Congress has the power to change the official date of the election. Yeah. But I think the states, because they administer the elections, are the ones who have the actual power to delay an election. 
I think it's both I, at that point. They do, well, they both have like, like some kind yeah, of... Yeah, you, you would need both. You would need Congress to move the date, and then the states would have to comply. Well, as long as the states got their votes in at the time when they're supposed to. See, that's, I, that's really what it is, that Congress is setting the date by when, like, everything has to be done by that's why you can have early voting in a lot of states yeah and hence like because i don't think there's a constitutional provision that says you can't do it early yeah so then it doesn't matter if you push the election back those states that held elections are going to be like okay we have we we we've had our results since november so like we're just going to do that and i know people who are more worried about the aspect of what if trump tried to use like federal authority to try to to stop the election and it's not well okay so i i think the theory i think their thought process was like so for instance with daca right there's been a lot uh made of whether or not they are uh, actually after the supreme court case uh taking in applications for daca and you know whether trump's kind of been you know going a little bit beyond his authority or whether whether they've been administering it correctly uh he this is why the fact that the states do the election he they would like there isn't like an ability of trump to do it like that like where he could just be like well i'm gonna order them not to show up that day or something like he just works like he wouldn't have that ability either you would have to really have a military coup in order for there to be like trump stopping the election which don't see that really happening because like i don't think that's gonna happen I think at that point, like, and the funny thing is, is even other congressmen see, and senators in his party were like, yeah, we're see, not changing the day of the election, sir. I, I would argue that if he tried to use military force to change the date of the election, they would be forced to do another impeachment and like yeah. fucking expedite that shit. Or they would use Amendment 25. Uh, they would use the 25th yeah, Amendment. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, like I, I actually do not believe that the Republicans in Congress would allow this to happen. Yeah, it, and it, even further, I don't think Robert is going to let this happen either. Like he he's going to run into roadblocks no matter where he goes. The other issue is is even if Congress delayed the election, say they delayed it past January twentieth, he's no longer the president at that point. Like he has to step down, and it would then go to whoever's the Speaker of the House which would be technically Nancy Pelosi at that point, except for the fact that if they don't hold an election, then the House can't do their election and they have to be reconvened. Like, they have to have their new House on January 3rd. I mean, I think... So you wouldn't have the Speaker of the House. You would end up having whoever's the the Senator pro tempore of the... uh, The President pro tempore of the Senate, which at that point would be Chuck Grasserly. I think the long story short here is postponing the election is one not really doable but even if he did try to brute force it it would cause so many problems yeah it's just not gonna happen it would just be a headache and and also it wouldn't be good for him anyway and also the the visual is not great he he's already losing like the support of like the weirdo libertarian people like he, I really don't understand his electoral strategy and that like you can't just rely on your diehard Trump base because there's not enough of them. It's true. I, yeah, I, I think he, I don't know what the plan is for him at this point. I don't for think that he kind has of, one. I really don't think he has. He no one. longer has Steve Bannon. That was the guy who gave him his true north, I think. And yeah, but was... he was. But even if he did have Steve Bannon, he wouldn't listen to Steve Bannon because Steve Bannon would know at this point he's fucked. Yeah. Well, Trump keeps on uh, spouting his mouth, and it keeps on. He keeps on angering people, and then like not doing himself any favors. For instance, he want you know he he says the other day on Air Force One he's gonna ban TikTok. And like that's not going to do well for you because all the kids that weren't going to vote that are sitting home doing their TikToks who are 18 or 19 and haven't voted in an election are going to be like, well, fuck Trump. I'm going to go vote now. Yeah, I don't really know how that's going to help him in any way. <laughs> it really doesn't. It just looks bad. It's going to just look bad. He also has like, he really like, he's going to have a really hard time banning an app. And, like, um, the way I see it is, like, who cares if the Chinese know what Zoomers are doing? I don't give a fuck. 
Well, yeah, actually, like I, I did a lot of research on this the last like week or so for uh, it was kind of interesting the options they have for trying to restrict the app. For instance, there's EPO, which is the Interna International Economic, uh, or is the it basically falls under the National Emergencies Act, and it's uh, it allows them to set out. Um, hang on. That's why I like having stuff in front of me. Hmm. Uh, is the Emer uh, International Emergency Economic Powers Act, and what it does is they can limit transactions of foreign entities that they deem to be a a hazard or a danger to um to Americans uh national security interests, economic interests. So basically if they sit there and say, hey, like, you know, TikTok is a national security threat, it allows them to limit transactions. The issue is is TikTok's free. Yep. So what transactions are you limiting there? The other problem is that TikTok's also an app, which means it's source code. And section, uh, it's uh, 50 USC 17, let's see, 02. A, sets the, the rules of it, but also B, sets the amount, like what the, the exceptions are, the limitations. And the limitations basically say, oh, by the way, this doesn't apply to communications or forms of uh forms or methods of communication well the other problem i see is that like okay they're if they even if they wanted to ban tiktok you're gonna have to go through apple and google on most devices to ban the app mm -hmm. and if you don't think that apple and google are going to fucking fight that tooth and nail i don't know if they would I um would. Uh, i think apple would at a minimum and I think Google would too on principle. Oh, technically the, the phrase is an unusual and extraordinary threat with respect to a national emergency. And I am very certain that Apple and Google would fight this. And they're going to say, so what if China knows what Zoomers are doing? That's the argument I'd make if I was fucking general counsel. Like, I mean, not maybe not argument in chief, but, but it would be in the brief somewhere. Well, I think what would end up happening is they'd have to go to court and argue it with them. Uh, now, there is a good faith element. So if you violate this act in good faith, then it's not considered a violation because there are criminal penalties to violating EPA. Um, and it, like, again, some of these powers are, you know, to investigate, regulate, or prohibit any transaction for an exchange, transfers of credit, importing or exporting currencies of security mm. and the problem I have is though is like and this is like me like dabbling into like my tech techie side. Yeah. Apple has such a closed environment that if if the TikTok app like conforms to Apple's specifications for like data collection, it's probably not that big of a deal. Well, like, there was that like, one article recently where they I guess Apple was doing the beta test on iOS 14 and they were noticing that TikTok was copying every third uh, character that was copied and pasted into your clipboard. That's weird. I mean, but like well, it was Apple, key loggers. But, but, it, App, but Apple, because of the nature of their software, could shut that down. So like if Apple is like, whatever, do the thing you're going to do, so be it. Well, I think what they were pointing out was, listen, we couldn't track this on the old iOS and now we're finding it on the new iOS. That means that there's a big problem here and that this was going on with people who were downloading TikTok. So I understand I mean, some of like, the questions with here's it. Here's my question now. Mm -hmm. Like, so what if China gets every third character that I type in my stupid fucking DMs? Um, like... If, as long as like people in power are not using stupid apps in the app store to talk about sensitive things, yeah, we're fine. 
Like, who cares if I'm, like, hitting on some girl trying to get her to come over next week? Like, China can know that. And I, I am in a committed relationship that was a, a hypothetical. But you get my point, <laughs> though. Uh, yes, I do. Um, like, who gives a fuck? And, like, there's so many TikTok users. What are the odds that they're actually scraping? It's like, there's so many, there's so much crap. Good luck sifting through it. It's the same problem when, like, when, like, you, 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 like, bury like opposing counsel and documents. It's like have yeah. fucking fun. Here's, here's like two million pages of discovery. Have fun with that. Well, yeah, that's that's really that really is a problem. Is sometimes too much information is its own problem. Yeah, like if it it, it just seems like I, like, do I think that China is spying on us? Sure. Do I think they're getting anything of value? Probably not. You mean when I t- copy and, and paste it? And, uh, and if they are, smelly cat. Yeah, and if they are, it's not through TikTok. I mean, I do understand some of the worries with it, especially with like financial information. Then are they copying your credit card information on TikTok? Well, no, I, I think it's the, the app being able to run scans. So, so, for instance, say you have your credit card, you, you know, say you use Apple Wallet, right? Is it scanning Apple Wallet for your credit card information? Okay, then better thing. If you don't want to potentially get your identity stolen by a Chinese hacker, then don't use TikTok. I don't. There you go. Well, and that's, that's the other, you know, that's the, the point is, you know, you're walking into it accepting that there might be a risk here. Yeah, like if you are, if you absolutely must be the coolest zoomer out there, <laughs> fine. But when someone maybe steals your credit card information, well, don't say you weren't warned. Um, I was saying before, there's actually exceptions to EPA. Uh, any postal, telegraphic, telephonic, or personal communications, an exception. Um, importation from any country or exportation. Uh, whether it's commercial or otherwise, regardless of format or medium of transmission, any information or informational materials, including but not limited to publications, films, posters, phonographic records, photographs, microfilms, microfilm tapes, compact discs, CD-ROMs, artwork, newswire feeds. This is where I think TikTok falls under that that part of the exceptions. Like it's informational material, and they're, they're all. It's like they're talking about the method as well. Hmm. So I, I think it might be actually you wouldn't be able to ban it under that one. Especially because again, like I said before, it's a free app. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure Trump's talking at his ass like he usually is. No, they can hurt it. Like again, like you can cause issues for TikTok. Um they could use CFI US, which came under which is uh which really got a lot of its power from uh uh, Exxon what's it called oh, the Exxon Florio amendment which it allows them to go ahead and basically use that power like the, the take foreign companies and make them divest especially if they're more recent transactions uh, which TikTok was bought by ByteDance about two or three years ago hmm. so they, or they could utilize the uh, they, they could utilize uh, CFI US to or CFIS to basically say, hey, like we don't like that this foreign company is using technology to to infiltrate our, our Americans' phones. We want them to divest of their shares. And actually, there was already discussions about TikTok being sold to uh, Microsoft anyway. And it sounds like the idea here was that they were trying to force their hand. Hmm. To, to try to get bike dance to completely divest instead of having a a, a de minimis share of uh, TikTok, if they were to say transfer their shares to an American company. So there's a there's also the uh, FTC has some ability, and in fact the FTC has fined TikTok for collecting children's data under the Children's Online po- uh, Privacy Protection Man, Act. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was a whole thing. Um, there's also a couple of other options too that they have at their disposal. They could put them on the entities list. So again, it, a lot of it's focused on it being a foreign corporation, right? So one of the ways they could work around it and 
It's funny because Trump even said, oh, I'm not in favor of Microsoft buying it, but that would be the workaround. That would be the way of, hey, you're already in this deal for this massive corporation. If you get bought by by Microsoft, it probably resolves this issue regardless. And also there's a question as to, is there a substantial part of TikTok that's being held in another com- in another country, right? Because most of TikTok's... Uh, stuff is in the u.s like so they're moving a lot of their servers to the u.s they have a, an american ceo so there there's a question as to hey you know if they get bought by microsoft that would take them out of really having this problem hmm. but yeah that's uh i don't know i i think really there's more of an optics issue here you're, you're again putting yourself in the public eye and you know now you're going to get a bunch of zoomers pissed off at you yeah pretty much I mean, in fairness, the Zoomers will find another app. So, yeah, they they, they probably would. I, I'm shocked that they're you know, again, it's all about what's the next hot thing. Yeah, TikTok's not going to be a thing forever. Like, let's be real. Facebook's last a while. It's just changed. It's just changed audiences. You mean Boomer Book? Boomer Book. <laughs> Well, it's okay for them to collect our data because, you know, they're American. Literally a website that I only use to, like, spy on people and because <laughs> Messenger is convenient. That's really what Boomer, that's what Boomer Books become that's, for, for our age. That's pretty much all it's good for is, like, well, I already have all these people on Messenger, so this is helpful. Yeah, it's like a phone book, basically. Yep. Other than that, I really don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, was there anything else that came up this week? Mm, that's been a pretty slow news. Well, I, I shouldn't say it's been a slow news week. It's been a slow news week legally. <laughs> Outside of the, the, the two pop-ups by Trump where he's like, yeah. ah, you know, these, uh, oh, these kids. Can I... Can I put on my like economics hat for a moment just to tell the listeners something that they should definitely be aware of? Yeah, go ahead. So the, the economic numbers for the quarter two came out and it said that our GDP fell by 33%. Yeah. That is technically not the case. <laughs> so I'm going to explain this because I am like a um, uh, amateur economist. So the way amateur economists. So no, I mean I find economics fascinating, and so like Mm -hmm. I kind of get into it, and like that number is technically true but deceptive. What that thirty three percent represents is that like when when the U S. reports its GDP numbers, we take the 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 quarter that's being measured and we extrapolate it out for the next four quarters. So Mm -hmm. what that 33% means is that if we lost what we lost in this quarter for the, for the next year, we would lose 33%. The actual number is about nine and a half percent. Not great. That's not, that's not really better, but the, 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 the actual, um, the actual GDP shrinkage in, in, in quarter two this year was 9.5% roughly a 33% is just a quirk of the way again, because we extrapolate out and say, if, if, if the next four quarters were the same as this quarter, where would we be? Gotcha. Yeah. So it's a scary number, but no, the United States GDP did not shrink by 33% in a quarter. That would be catastrophic. Um, but still, 9.5 is bad because if I remember correctly, and again, I'm, I am an amateur economist, I think the worst drop during the Great Recession was 8.5%. So I do believe we're a whole percentage point higher of a drop and like quarter three might not be looking much better. So we might have two record-breaking quarters instead of just one. But either way, I thought that was something that was important to know because – um, I had that explained to me by a friend who was an actual economist, and I've heard like a lot of other podcasts and whatnot um, put that out there that like we shrank by 33%, and that's actually not quite the case. It's like they're not lying, but like the, the way that we report our numbers is deceptive. It's misleading. 
Yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, like it's I, I understand why we do it that way, but it's like it's a bad way to do it. <laughs> so it's rough. It's a little. It's like nine point five, not thirty three. But that's still that's still bad though. <laughs> oh, so back to the uh, so early. You know, last time we went on, we talked about the um the bar exam. Apparently, there's a uh, a bunch of lost LSAT answers. Huh. That, so imagine taking the LSAT and they lost your exam and you would have to go retake that test. How do you lose the fucking exam? Dude, I have no clue. I, I know how how would you even manage that? I don't I don't quite understand. For the people who actually took the bar, there was a lot of weird shit that happened. I know there was people who were complaining about people not like the the exam proctors themselves weren't wearing the masks. It's it's been a weird year for people having to take the bar. And in fact, there was like one announcement that people in a certain room at one of the bar exams, like somebody did catch COVID or ha- did tests for COVID. So, of course, no. Well, I, sh- I will <laughs> say one of one of my one of my good friends is a uh, current. Uh, bar examinee and he is um, every time something goes wrong he calls me to like vent (laughs) which (laughs) quite often actually (laughs) I can imagine um yeah that's I can imagine it's frustrating right now taking the bar knowing that the world is a on fire and then also like you know you can get sick from going to take it well, to me, I think it's like I think it's like like a one-two punch kind of thing where like not only is taking the bar exam like now more stressful and risky, but also the economic situation means that like you're kind of fucked even if you take it. Not fucked no matter what on it, to be honest, because a lot of yeah. them are getting postponed, so now you're not able to start your new job or you're not able to start practicing. You know, I mean, granted, it takes time. It's like it's not like you're expected to be an attorney right away after taking the bar. But the thought process is, is at least you get to take the bar in the summer and then you could start working. Even if you're not working as an attorney or working as a clerk or something else. I mean, but it's also like just, again, a nine point five percent drop in GDP in a quarter. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Because, and if I remember correctly, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we, we, we measured GDP during the Great Depression, and so there's actually no way to make that comparison. Yeah. So the best we can do is take the next worst, which was the Great Recession, at 8.5. Hmm. So, like, we've, we've already outdone that. And that wasn't the first quarter of the Great Recession. That was the worst quarter of the great recession this is the first quarter of covid so the first quarter of the covid recession is already worse than the than the depths of 2008 man i i I, I, this up so i don't mean to be gloom and doom okay i'm gonna be perfectly honest i don't think that's really trump's fault i think that's just the nature of the disease could he well i mean other countries handled it a lot better fair enough i don't know that that would have fixed quarter one numbers maybe because quarter one is march through like march one to may 30 true yeah now quarter two no quarter three i i'm fucking up quarter two is the one he fucked up quarter three I don't if that is 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 even worse that's probably on him. I don't think any president would have been able to save Q2 this year. No, that's true. Like uh, I, I I don't think it was possible. I, I don't know there's anything you could have really done but you could have potentially had it under control by the end of May. Yeah. No, I agree. So I think I think the real test of, of, of Trump's response GDP wise is gonna be Q three. God, I sound I sound like a fucking dork. <laughs> Sounds like we're on CNBC right now. I know, I hate this. <laughs> well, we gotta add some dick jokes know. to make it more interesting, right? That would be my <laughs> CNBC. It would be CNBC with dick jokes. <laughs> which would make it a little bit more palatable. Oh. God, I'm so mad at myself for like letting everyone know I'm a total dork. 
I actually did. Uh, so I, I, I'm sure we talked about the MAGA kid, that the Covington Catholic kid. Yeah, we Last talked time. about that, right? Yeah, but, but I or do, do, did we did we, we really talk about it though? I thought we did. Um, because I remember going on about how I'm pretty sure he got a nuisance value, and like that seems to be the general consensus from like any lawyer who's respectable. Yeah, a right wing hack. Well, that was the funny thing. So I did a I did a bit about it on on Tuesday because I went to an open mic, and dude, it was hilarious because. I was basically, you know, talking about like teaching with dick jokes. I basically was like, so for it to be defamation, uh, you need a false statement. So then I picked on a friend of mine who was in the crowd. And I'm like, oh, like, you know, uh, like Mark has a big dick. Like that would be a false statement. Uh, but you also not, have to prove. But that's you'd also defamation to, because it has to be disparaging. Well, yeah, that was the next part of it. But you'd have to, well, prove, <laughs> you'd have to prove injury from it, right? So first off, it's not just that Mark has a big dick. Apparently, I'm, I'm saying uh, there, he's missed out on some kind of. Uh, are on, you, are you telling me that you teach people the law with dick jokes? <laughs> At least in this case, because I, I kind, I kind of love that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Yeah, so now now he has to go to the court and be like, "Well, Your Honor, I lost out on uh, I lost out on on precious. Uh, nobody wanted to date me because I thought my dick was too big." I I wish a client <laughs> of mine would say that in court. But not only that, so, we also have, we'd also have to prove that it was false. So we'd have to go to the court and prove that Mr. Mark has uh, does not have a big dick. And also, is it really not just an opinion? Isn't big kind of all comparative? I don't know. I mean, you, I, could, you could, I suppose, pull out the studies that have found an average and then you could extrapolate from there. Um, <laughs> I would argue that average uh, plus a standard deviation would be big. So average plus 15%. So again, for the listeners, I, I, I almost was a doctor i took a lot of science courses in college and at the last minute i decided to make the worst decision of my life so i know a fair bit about the hard sciences too (laughs) (laughs) but um that would be my argument um in in court it would be your honor there is um several studies who have all placed the average dick size at, at roughly five and a half inches worldwide but still, isn't it dependent so, on location and where you're from? And it's big is still, I, I would argue, you could, an Okay, but the thing is, but you could isolate for country. You can yes. do that. Or that is what true. about town? No, it doesn't get that granular. Why not? I would, I would argue that, I would argue, and again, this is all hypothetical, and maybe you might want to incorporate this into your bit. I don't know. <laughs> I would argue that, the average dick size for the United States is a more than reasonable measure, um, you know, pun, pun, you know, <laughs> pun definitely intended um, of, of this. And that for something to be large, it would have to be uh, more than one standard deviation larger, meaning it would be, again, roughly 5.5 inches plus 15%. I don't know what that is off the top of my head because I don't have my Google (laughs) calculator open. Um, And I think that anything above a standard deviation would be large and anything more than a standard deviation down would be small. Two standard deviations, well then, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) I think the question though is... uh, if a person is really like going around saying this, it's usually all from their experience. Big is all about your experience. This is true. I mean, I think the problem is, yes, there is a subjective component to it, but if you wanted to bring it to a court, there is a way to quantify this. Yes. Also a good point about defamation is you have to have uh it can't just be to the individual. Like I couldn't just have gone up to Mark and been like, Mark, you have a big dick. Like that doesn't do anything. Well, no, but if also, I was running around to, town you, you have to publish it. Yeah. Well no, it doesn't necessarily <laughs> doesn't have to necessarily be published. Well I, no, if I remember correctly, it does have to be published, but published doesn't mean what you think it does. Yeah. Like that is the language. But publish could mean I went around and told everyone. Yes. <laughs> Disseminated. 
the information amongst people that we knew, and now everybody's afraid to, of of Mark's giant monster cock. <laughs> That's yes. Um, teaching defamation with dick jokes. I got to find uh, other other methods of of uh, of law with dick jokes. I'm sure it can be done. Yes. I've definitely done it before. I got to remember what other bits I've done with, uh, with dick jokes. I, I've done bankruptcy bits before. That's always that's not that's a snoozer. That's a, <laughs> um. Oh, I've definitely done the don't consent to a search with dick jokes, and stuff like oh, that. So I'm just gonna put this out there. I pulled up the Google calculator. Uh, five point five being the average with a standard deviation comes out to 6.325 inches. So if your dick is bigger than 6.325 inches, you are officially big in my book. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Oh, wait, you know what? I'm going to see what, what is what is 5.5 times 0.85, and then you'll know if you're small. <laughs> so small um, by my standard deviation model would be 4.675. Um. I'm just saying, if you were a dude listening to this and you measure your dick, now, <laughs> now you know how it, you stack up in my book. Not that it's really relevant to your life. But hey, now you know a standard deviation is a well-respected unit of measurement. So I'm not the only one. I'm sure I could make the case. This is a useful tool. <laughs> tool. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm done. I'm 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 done with dicks for the time being. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep, that was uh. So yeah, that's there. You go, defamation with dick jokes. Um, they they didn't do that in law school. No, I, but they should have. It would have made it a lot more fun. Depends on who you had for classes. Um, no, I don't think they would have ever done it that badly. But a crim law was very much in that in that realm of things like the, the they they did they loved using those hypotheticals in crim i did not enjoy crim who did you have for crim i had green no no i did not have green i, I had I, uh but like i didn't like crim because to me the subject matter was like a waste of my time like and, and it might have been because i went into law school wanting to be like a, a defense attorney to where like i don't give a fuck why we punish people i want to know the procedure also, because most of what you're learning in crim is mens rea, it's Which like I every don't everything fuck about because everything else is model penal code. Uh, yeah, model penal code, and guess what? Nobody uses the model penal code. Like you know what? For for More the dick jokes, a very good example of what you learn in like crim is like, let's say I intend to kill you, but I pick up a pellet gun, thinking it's a real gun, and I go to shoot you in the head. Is that attempted murder? I don't know. Probably. But who cares? <laughs> That's not, I don't give a fuck about the charging decision. I care about the process. That's just me. I don't know. I, I, I would be a very bad prosecutor. I know this for a fact. Oh, I've said this before. If I was a prosecutor, I'd be letting well, everybody okay. go. Fair Did enough. you murder somebody this fair, week? Oh, three weeks in enough. jail. Fair enough. Define bad prosecutor. Some people might think I'd be a very good prosecutor. <laughs> Yeah, it's all perspective. If you're a defense attorney, you might love me. If you if you if you actually are like a, pro, be, a fellow prosecutor who likes putting people in jail. I don't know, man. I'd be like, so your dude took a pellet gun to a bank and tried to rob it, and he fucked up because he thought it was real. That embarrassment's bad enough, man. Like, I'm not dropping the charges, but I'll recommend the lighter sentence. That's, I'm, he's never gonna live that down. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of people who do that work, and they end up still getting in trouble for it. Well, no, 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 no. I draw a distinction. Did you think it was real, or did you know it was fake and you were trying to convince people? Mm. That's a nuanced difference. If you took a pellet gun and you knew it was fake and you tried to rob a bank convincing people to, I have less sympathy for you. Whereas if you thought it was real and you just are an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that probably shouldn't matter, but it does to me. <laughs> if anything, I feel like it should be the other way around. I know, I, I know was... that. That's that's not where my that's 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 not where my heart lies. <laughs> what the heck, man? A lawyer accused I... something client. Wait. What the heck happened here? Oh Jesus Christ! Not again. Didn't New Jersey had one where the guy who was a hypnotist and he like hypnotized his clients? 
I think that was the that was New Jersey. We had All that. Right. I'm going to put this out there for the listeners. One, your lawyer is ethically bound to not have sex with you unless you have a unless you have a sexual relationship that predated the the representation. But I'm just going to put New this Jersey out hasn't there. adapted that rule. But I'm just going to put this out there. Don't have sex with your lawyer. Just don't do it. No good can come of that. Well, honestly, it's the lawyers who should be who should be not having sex um, with no, their clients. No, 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 no. I, I agree. The the onus is on the lawyer. But like, if you can avoid this clusterfuck, you should try to avoid the clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, New Wait, Jersey okay. actually does not have a rule against it, though. See, neither does California, and like New York's rule is very limited. Nah. Yeah, but just don't do it. It's so weird that there's actually a lot of states that don't have rules against that. Like it's it's just a plain and simple thing. Don't don't do it. Just don't. I don't get why you would. I, I don't that's so I mean, dumb. Maybe maybe your lawyer's like super hot. Oh, I'm talking about the lawyer. Why is why do the lawyers do it? You know you're maybe, gonna end up causing a bigger problem. Maybe your client's super hot. <laughs> I've been I've been to the women's prison before. Oh, God. Some, of the, some of them are lookers. I won't lie. <laughs> but I also have the sense to not have sex with someone who is currently incarcerated. It's just, just well, no. not every client is incarcerated. Well, I was, again, I was, I was an intern at the public defender's office, so <laughs> uh, the, the vast majority of my clients were incarcerated. <laughs> yeah, you're referring to the ones who are in jail. I, I think that there's some of the, the, the clients that the, the one big ones actually uh, divorce clients are the ones that uh, a lot of states have rules against people. I don't are, know. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say straight up. And like, if you are a former client of mine, I'm very sorry for saying this. It's like none of my divorce clients are hot. There's like one that was okay. <laughs> I will say I had a client who was, um, it was a debt collection matter that I was able to negotiate down. She was hot. Would have totally went on a date with her, but I decided that's a bad idea. That is definitely not a good idea. <laughs> um, if she ever hears this, she might know who she is. <laughs> but you you were hot, putting that out there. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, this guy... There's a Chicago family lawyer who's been accused of offering to help women get custody of her children in exchange for having sex with him. I mean, I'm just going to put this out there. I'd rather have the money. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Look, ladies, I love you all, but you've had one, you've had them all. <laughs> right? Like, it's not, that, it's not that different. You got... It, 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 it must be an ego thing. I don't know. I'd rather have your money, frankly. So why we should just legalize prostitution. That way he could have the money and then he can go to the the brothel down the block to go use the money on the, the hookers if he wants to. I mean, fair enough, but it's just like if like I was given the option to have like five thousand dollars or a night with a client, I'm gonna take your five thousand dollars. I mean, perfectly honest, like like five G's buys me a new gaming computer, although I don't need another one because I just bought this one in January. 5G's. Oh no, 5G's buys me like two gaming computers. I, I spent like that's 20. what I didn't realize. Is like, yeah, he's like kissing away a lot of I guess she didn't have the money, and that's why he was like, Well, you don't have any money, I'll I'll, I'll take it in turn for sex, but like Yeah, but like I'd rather just not get involved with that then. Yeah, like how, first off, how much are you like how much sex is that to like pay off? Yeah, like, like, a, like let's be real custody battles, man. Those are those are time intensive things. No amount of sex you can give me is worth that amount of work. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. very sorry. Like it, it wouldn't even be worth it. I uh, no. <laughs> like I, I don't need the headache. Yeah, no. That's it's it's barely worth the money. It's definitely not worth the sex. Yeah, it, that's the thing is like the, the 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 things that would be like worth it for like the one shot or whatever. It's probably you're not 
nobody's gonna be offering them for that. Like, I would do so, like a, I would do like a name change for like sex. I guess that's easy. <laughs> court, go to court once. You know, there's really no one gonna contest it. Like I would doing do a, a will. I would do a non. <laughs> I would do a non-adversarial. Oh yeah, you know you could probably do a closing. You for, know what? For you that. know what? I'm going to say this again because I said it earlier. If if the New Jersey Supreme Court ever hears this, I'm going to fucking get disbarred. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to happen if they ever hear this. No, because on the top of the podcast, it's his comedy podcast. They've um, got to um, make jokes about it. You know it. what? I'm just going to be straight up. To... <laughs> it's all a comedy podcast. That's all it is. It's just all jokes. <laughs> Two three nine three six two zero one eight. Just in case anyone wants to know, that is my attorney ID number. You can look me up. <laughs> just be handing that stuff out. Uh, I mean, if they ask for it, I'll, I'll give it to anyone who asks for it. It's it's fucking on record with the state. You can you can Google my name and find it. Hey, I'd rather make them go through the effort of Googling my name. Okay, well then this will incentivize people to listen to the damn podcast so they can know how to get me in <laughs> trouble. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, because, yeah. as, I, as I've said before, my current job does not actually require a law license, so I could get disbarred and still do what I do. Oh, it doesn't? Um, so, social security work does not require a law license because it's non-adversarial. Social security administration allows uh, non-attorney representatives to do it. Huh. We got to do granted, that episode one day. Granted, most people who do it are attorneys. Yeah. But like technically I could still do the same thing without being an attorney. Hmm. Um I'm not entirely sure that's a hundred percent correct because yes, well okay. like so when we do this episode, there did did you ever is, there a th- is that wait, is that a thing like in the in the federal like Yes. This the- is this well because see people sometimes forget like not shouldn't say people lawyers sometimes forget social security does not go through oal it's its own separate thing no but that's not the issue is the issue the issue is are you holding yourself out as an attorney well no you're not allowed to do that you have yeah. to call yourself a non-attorney representative all right that i okay. am allowed to call myself an attorney because i passed the bar exam okay that's what kind of was worrying me with that because like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I i'm like because there are people, in fact, somebody was putting, I was watching some video and they were like, what's the difference between a lawyer and an attorney? And there isn't one. In, New, in, in, in America, there really isn't a difference. Well, yeah. In America. As, long as, you're, as long as you're holding yourself out for legal advice. The, the, this guy said the distinction was that a lawyer had a law degree and an attorney is barred in that state to practice law. And I don't know that that's actually true in America. I, I don't think it makes a difference here. No, and in fact, there, I remember being in law school and they said we couldn't go ahead and tell people you were a lawyer until you, you got past the bar. Yeah, that's the, my understanding. The real issue is whether you're holding yourself out there as practicing law. It, it, yeah. it's, it's more the practical aspects of it. If you aren't taking clients, then you're really not creating really much of an issue. Yeah, but um, you also shouldn't be giving advice either. No, yeah, well, that's true too. Um, I would, I guess, maybe the different, like, because even like I, I worked for an attorney before I became a lawyer. After I had my law degree, I was a law clerk. I was not a lawyer for him. Look, I'm not gonna lie. Between the words attorney and lawyer, I am whichever one sounds cooler at the moment. I say attorney ninety percent of the time. When I tell people I'm an attorney, I do too because that sounds cooler most of the time. It sounds more regal. It sounds more like, oh, I am an attorney. Cooler. Okay. Cooler, regal. You say tomato, I say tomato. Same yeah. Way. Like, you know, I, you know I feel what like I lawyer, mean. I feel like lawyer <laughs> is what somebody, well, no, I, 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 yeah, I think we're on the same page. I just, like, cause when people say, like, lawyer, like, if I tell people I'm a lawyer, it sounds like I'm making it up. Cause I also look like I'm making it up when I tell people I'm a lawyer. <laughs> like, when I did that bit the other day, um, I did it at an open mic wearing jeans and a t shirt. And usually I always no, do the no. I I hate this. People think that like I'm required to wear a suit and tie like out in the wild. Like my <laughs> my girlfriend's dad like had a hard time believing I was a lawyer because like when he saw me I was like in like a hoodie and basketball shorts. I'm like, what do you think I wear in my normal life? 
That was why <laughs> like, I don't wear this all the time. <laughs> that's why when I used to go to the gym, I would make a lot of friends who like who believe me as far as being a lawyer because you're not expected to wear your suit and tie at the gym. I w- I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> You don't. You don't look like a lawyer. It's like, why would I look like a lawyer when I'm no, not being I get a lawyer? That shit, I get that shit all the time, and I think part of it is because I'm brown with unkempt hair. This is true. I I wake up in the morning and let my hair do what it will. I mean, I'm about as close to albino as it gets without being albino, and they it's still true. don't believe me. You you are quite pale. I I, <laughs> I will say that it is, <laughs> it is awfully white. It is. I am actually. It's it's hard being on stage sometimes because the light reflects off me and blinds <laughs> the crowd. Like you're cooking in the fucking light. <laughs> <laughs> it's like thank God these are fluorescents. Although now I look like I'm glowing. <laughs> yes, it's uh as a as a fun as a fun bit. I will point out. I currently have interns, and because we're doing everything on Zoom, they don't know what I look like. So I have to be careful not to say things that are racist because they don't know that I'm brown. (laughs) (laughs) That Italian guy says a lot of racist shit on that Zoom call. Yeah, with a name like John Rinaldi, people think I'm like some fucking Italian kid. I'm like, nah, I'm I'm pretty brown. (laughs) He's going to start calling you Giancarlo. Gianni, Gianni. But uh, but yeah, I'm like, let me like not rock the boat here. I'm not gonna like make black jokes while I'm on the Zoom call with the with the interns because they don't know what I look like because I don't have a webcam. <laughs> <laughs> you had a call from HR, but I'm like, it's kind of hard to make that argument. Well, like, you you go. Our, 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 our HR lady is like an older black woman, and she knows me. I know that she wouldn't be mad. She would just be disappointed. <laughs> John, like, John, you gotta, you gotta realize the interns don't know. I'd be like, Bernice, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us. Uh, if you want, you can follow the podcast at PunkLaw101 on Instagram, Twitter. You can find it on the Facebook if you are part of Boomer Book, as John likes to call it. You can follow me at B-R-O-J-O, Death is in the End of Life, Punch Like a Delicious Drink You Drink in the Summer. Uh, and John doesn't want you to follow him. Uh, but if you want, you can still try to look for him. He, he just doesn't want to like hand out that information. He wants you to do the work on your own. Uh like, follow, subscribe, uh, share this with some people. Go check out the YouTube because the YouTube has a lot of like cool, fun videos. I do minute-long videos uh, about the law on the YouTube. So go check it out there and have a nice week.